joining us on Let's Talk. It's a privilege to be able to have some time with you on this Friday or whenever you pick it up. I know that'll be posted on Friday. Uh, Susan's not with me this uh, this morning, so um, I want to share a little bit about uh, some devotions I've had. Um, we had a great time with uh, Ryan and Rachel, and coming back we've been a little bit crazy, so we haven't had a good time to sit down and talk our way through uh, the next part of what we're going to share podcast-wise, and so uh, I'm going to share with you out of the book of Philippians. Uh, so if you have your Bible or if you're walking, maybe as you as you walk or as you have a chance to get your Bible and a cup of coffee, maybe pull out your Philippians chapter 2. Love the book of Philippians. I love the opportunity that Paul shares with the church at Philippi and the individuals that are there. Uh, also, when I open the book of Philippians, I try to encourage people every time I do it that you know this is 30 years down the road of Paul's journey. And uh, so he's been through some battle scars. He's been through some wounds. He's been through some victories. And a lot of times we come to Philippians and we don't have the history, so we kind of get discouraged and frustrated. Well, it's hard for me to say to, for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. And it's hard for me to say I can do all things through Christ to give me strength. And so some of that comes with spiritual maturity. Some of that comes more readily as you've walked and journeyed and wrestled and Learn that, hey, there my father is in this situation, in that situation. So I don't want you to get discouraged when you come to the book of Philippians. Um, but I also want you to see some really interesting things in the book of Philippians. And so uh, if you're at chapter 2, most of us are really familiar with uh, uh, you sh- your attitude should be that. As that are the same of Christ Jesus. And then goes on, uh, who being very nature of God. Uh, um, I don't want to go down that passage, but that's what we're typically we're most familiar with when we come to Philippians chapter 2. But I'm spending some time uh, looking at chapter 2 in the beginning, the first four verses. If we have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and in purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Great verses. And so as you uh, enter into this Friday, or maybe you picked it up on Monday, there's a lot of different things that could be divisive. There's a lot of different things that we could share our opinions on and our preferences on. And and so there's a lot of things that at this point our, our world is spinning so fast. And as Christians, we just need to be really careful where we jump left or right. And uh, And I really think that comes from the beginning of this. So if you go back to the beginning of it in chapter 2 and verse 1, if any of you have any encouragement from from being united with Christ. And so as you think about those words, how can I be united with Christ? Well, the only way I'm united with Christ is, number one, I found the gospel. I found Jesus. I recognized that I was a sinner, and I said, okay, Jesus, I'm going to accept your free gift of salvation. I'm going to place my faith in you, uh, and I'm going to call you uh, verbally. You know, if you go in uh, Romans chapter 10, uh, whoever confesses with the mouth of Jesus and believes in his heart. So a verbal thing. And so that's one comfort that I find today as I, as I open up my Bible and I think about um, Philippians chapter 2, encouragement being an eye of the Christ is because of the gospel. And then also the encouragement for me as I sit is just to think about who my father is. And so maybe throughout today you could go and look through your Bible and kind of go back and see the history of the power of the God that, that we say that we love and the God that we say that we serve. Go back through the Old Testament, New Testament, see the the things that have been left behind from you in the Word of God so that you can be reminded of the strength of your Father. And a lot of different things just pop in my mind 
uh, as I'm reminded of that. I'm reminded of uh, Peter's reconciliation, which I had a chance to share a little bit about that on Easter Sunday. I'm reminded of Paul, and shared on Easter Sunday as well, just the transformation of the persecutor to the one who's now the missionary. Reminded of Exodus chapter 15, where we read about the horse and riders being thrown into the sea and the Lord is the warrior. Reminded of the power of God when you think about Noah and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and, you know, just so many Old Testaments. I'm thinking Samson and David and Goliath and that big scenario, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, Daniel, as he's been throwing into the lion's den. Vivid uh, things that we can look back and say, wow, there's the power of God. Thinking about the walls of Jericho coming, falling down. And um, so... That for me, uh, as I enter into Friday, as I enter into Let's Talk, as I enter into today, I can say, wow, you know what? I can be encouraged today because I'm reminded of the strength of my father. Also, as you read on there in a little bit, uh, in the next little phrase you see there, it says, if any comfort from his love. And I know that most of us are thinking love, we're thinking touchy-feely, we're thinking, you know, what, what does that look like in our society? How's it going to be about me? But I'm just reminded as we look at the scriptures of when I define the word love, I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. When I look at the word love, I want to go to John chapter 13 and remind myself of Jesus washing the disciples' feet. I want to go to the crucifixion time frame, uh, reminding myself of love. Sometimes it's really easy to think about it, but I wonder as you enter into this uh, Friday or the day that you've found our podcast, have you received the love of Christ? Now you say, well, you know, I am reading my Bible, and but I mean, I mean, actually pause in your mind and say to yourself today, you know what? There's nothing that I'm going to do that can earn Jesus' love. There's nothing that I'm going to do today that is going to make me, that Jesus doesn't love me. And really allowing that to soak into who you are as a person. We're so achievement, goal-driven, recognition-orientated. And here you have the book of Philippians, and and he's reminded this group of Philippi, hey, hey, you know what, there's some comfort. There's some things I want you to see, or most of our Bible says, if, but since I have received the love of Christ. And naturally, our tendency is to say, well, you know, you're going to go down to verse 3 and say, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Well, that's not going to take place unless I walk in the encouragement of Christ, the comfort of his love, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that still small voice, the word of God, where I have opportunities to pause and think about, yeah, this is what God is saying to me today. This is an area of my life that I need to open up for healing to take place. Holy Spirit, I'm going to surrender that area to you. So that's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And I know that a lot of you that are walking or reading or listening today know that and been reminded of John chapter 14 that he's a counselor, he's a spirit of truth. Know about Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 that there's a gift that's been deposited to you. Know Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Uh, be confident, not be confident for anything, but Acts chapter 1, you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be my witnesses. And so, again, if I'm going to be an individual that's going to live today and I'm not going to do anything out of selfish ambition and I'm not going to do anything out of vain conceit, the Father's Knowledge of who he is, the characteristics, receiving his love, and dependence on the Holy Spirit are going to be huge for me as I live my life today. Because I want my life uh, not to be a life that's not about myself, but considering the individuals that are around me 
And the only way that's going to take place is in the power of the gospel. And me as an individual surrendering. So I would encourage you today. Say, Jesus, here I am. I want to surrender you today because I know who my father is. I'm embracing his love. And I have the fellowship, the Holy Spirit, that there's power in your name today, Jesus. So God bless you on Let's Talk as you uh, spend time with us. If you're walking, if you're biking, if you're running, whatever you might be doing today. Maybe you're just sitting at your kitchen table with a cup of coffee and the word of God. May those truths grab your heart today. Why don't you join me as we pray together? Father, thank you for this new day. Thank you that you're in charge, that you're sovereign, that you're gracious, that you're merciful. And that I as an individual want to receive who you are. I want to receive your love for me. Thank you for being willing to die on a cross for my sins. And you know, Father, today that I need the power of the Holy Spirit to be a son that honors you. So I'm pausing and asking you for your strength today as I live my life. It's your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.